0: Silly Shelly slapped sassy Sammy into alternate realities, signed seriously psychedelic Shelly. Hello and welcome to episode 125 of Under the Cull of MS. I am going to say that saying once in a while, just so I can listen and hear how my voice changes as my gums heal and as I get used to dentures and everything. First one was with just the upper denture in, no lower denture in. So I will try it at different different levels, different uh, when I have different palates to deal with in my mouth and see how it goes. It's going to be at least three weeks before I can start securing the lower dentures. So it's going to be a lot of getting used to trying to re-speak again. We're going to see what happens with it. Uh, Today, we're going to talk dental stuff with MS. Might as well, since that's what we're focusing on, anyways. Because multiple sclerosis is a neurological disorder, many people may not realize that it can affect oral health as well. Yet, MS may can impact the teeth, gums, and mouth in both direct and indirect ways. With some careful planning and adjustments to your routine, you can still maintain healthy oral hygiene if you're lucky enough to get, well, not really lucky, but get diagnosed early enough that you can put preventive measures into effect and pay attention to what you're doing and what's going on in your life and see what you can do to make it better for you. Uh, basically, people with MS are at an increased risk for dental caries, gingivitis, periodontitis, periodontitis, due to the physical effects of MS, as well as the our reduced immune response. And customized dental treatment planning and customized oral hygiene regimens should be implemented if you're able to get ahead of the game and just do what you can to try and save them as long as you can, because it doesn't take much to lose what we have with our teeth. I've been hit in the face with fist feet. Baseball bats, uh, bar stools, uh, bottles, uh, all kinds of things that had my teeth chipped and busted over the years, and they pretty much broke pretty easily. You can do adjustments to your routine to help you with, with your MS issues. You can wrap foam or tape around your toothbrush handle to make it bulkier and easier for you to hold if you got hand coordination issues and hand strength issues. Use an electric toothbrush, but avoid the ones with the circular brush heads because they require a specific technique that dentists use in the office. Most dentists will recommend like the Sonicare line of toothbrushes, but there's lots of different massaging electric toothbrushes out there. And then ask help, ask for help from a family member, uh, your caregiver or whatever, if you need to need help with your brushing, uh, very soft toothbrushes may be more comfortable. And you don't want to. If you use dentures at all, you shouldn't use tooth teeth, toothbrushes at all with uh, toothpaste, which I've been using for years on my dentures. Found out that it's way too abrasive. And can damage the dentures. Uh, talk to your healthcare provider about medication to relieve oral or facial pain. Sit down to brush, floss in bed. Uh, there's different toothpaste with prescription strength fluoride if you want to use those. Uh, and, and they have daily fluoride treatments you can do. Two, three mineralization products such as recalled in are sold by dentists as a paste and also ingredient in trident extra care chewing gums so you can check out things like that Just keep up with your dentist keep an eye on things if you do have multiple sclerosis um, during your examination if you let them know they'll look for caries or tooth decay also known as cavities because holes develop in the tooth enamel periodontal disease which causes inflamed and infected gums our body likes to get all inflamed up so that's something to watch out for bruxism which occurs when a person clenches his or her jaws and grinds their teeth usually during the night Uh, mellow conclusion is when the upper and lower jaw do not close properly. So I had my jaw locked up on it a couple of times while she was working on it. My teeth, but caries and periodontitis are infections, each of which can be made worse by bruxism and malocclusion. So, several symptoms of MS that can interfere with adequate. Care of the teeth and gums, fatigue, spasticity, weakness, tremor, facial pain, which is trigeminal neuralgia, which can be severe. And just, it's like a spidering effect on a side of the face, or with the pain going in like multiple directions. Just severe, excruciating pain. They have medications you can take to help with it and stuff, but if you got it really bad, it can be nasty. Sensory changes such as numbness, tingling, and/or pain, and or pain in the hands can all challenge a person's effort to brush and floss adequately. But there's lots of different things you can use. But just Build up your handles. Sit, sit to do your stuff. Floss in the morning if you're too tired at night. Allow f- people to help. Manage your tremors by wearing a weighted glove while brushing. Um, Make sure the dental office you're going is successfully, successfully accessible. Uh, make your special needs known to the office staff before your appointment. Determine whether the office has dental chair that's sufficient for you. Uh, get extra rest beforehand so your body's not stressed out. Like I did. I don't know what's up with it. Mine, the healing time is just taking forever for the bruising part of it. And I think it's because my MS is not allowing that pain to go away. It, MS kind of like thrives on pain, I think. But, yeah, I am done with it. It's been over a week, and I still feel like I've been punched in the jaw a few times course the pain medication was gone after like the third day so i did save my teeth from this dental visit these were some of the first teeth that ever got fillings in them and i was happy that uh, aspen dental let me keep my teeth whereas other dentists say it's a hazard you can't or whatever which makes no sense if it's a hazard it shouldn't be in your mouth in the first place but There have been claims over the years that mercury leaking from amalgam amalgam, dental fillings damages the immune system and causes a broad range of diseases, including MS. While the cause of MS remains unknown, there is no scientific evidence that heavy metal poisoning is responsible for either the onset or worsening of MS. There is no reason to have your dental fillings removed or replaced. This is a very expensive procedure with no proven benef- benefit for people with MS, but yet there's uh, stories you can watch on like Netflix, the whole tooth or whatever it's called, and some other things you can find online and stuff. So you might think differently if you do do that. Do read up or watch those different things, but uh, yeah. So basically, I'm having problems with my downloads. Uh, three out of my last four podcasts I did, I did have one for you done twice yesterday, two the day before, and they would not finish downloading and processing, so I think I can get away with 10-minute clips, so I'm going to do a bunch of around 10-minute ones, and I'll splice them together, so get used to this for now, and we will see how it goes. and. I will just record a bunch of little ones today, and I'll put some together and see what happens. Okay, if you haven't heard about him, name's Dr. Aaron Boaster, Booster Booster. Uh, he has tons of great multiple sclerosis videos on YouTube. He does a lot of live sessions, and a sessions that we can get on he's got another one coming up i think in the next couple weeks uh you can find out that stuff through his website and there's also uh on the ms okay i'm drawing a blank but one of my ms websites i think it's my ms uh, they share they, they're they on they're doing the next Q&A I believe and they did the last Q&A uh, you can find stuff about them on Facebook and stuff on the multiple sclerosis sites but I like binged on a bunch of his videos the other day and he talks about tons of great things like spasticity issues gets into baclofen pumps If you got severe spasticity issues, what they're like, what what they do, how they work. Uh, You got into some non-medical tips for spasticity, like removing medications that can worsen it. Uh, Getting getting some stretches in, like three times a day, hold each stretch for like thirty seconds if able, or as long as you can. Uh, Cold can increase our spasticity, which Makes sense because fall to spring is when I have the worst spasticity issues. And spring to fall is when I have more gait issues because of the heat and stuff. <clears throat> so that makes sense. Uh, you should sit still less. And if you do sit still a lot, try and move around like once an hour. You can set an alarm or whatever to remind you, or you can get a Fitbit that... Those annoying things like to yell at you every now and then if you haven't been moving enough for the day, throughout the day. So those are a good thing to check into. It, if you need help reminding yourself when to move. Uh, Botox, Botox injections are used for severe areas that won't go away. Uh, swimming pool exercise, aqua therapy is great. A great workout tool, same with yoga and stuff. They do less impact, and you don't have to do the high-impact yoga or the hot yoga or any of those. Do simple basic maneuvers and just work your way up. as your body builds strength. Uh, Don't go out and get one just for this reason, but if you need some companionship, and a great way to get out and about is to have a dog they uh make you happy and they keep you active and that's always a good thing Uh, i really miss my dog it's nice to have someone with you when you're bored and alone in your vehicle you can get your little buddy next to you if you're out and about you can stop at a pet park or go to a hiking trail or something and just Instead of talking to yourself, talking to the wall, you got some some other critter to talk to. Bogs are always nice to have around. I can't wait to get another one. but That isn't happening as I'm being a caretaker, so we're going to have to wait till we get in our next place. Make sure you drink lots of water, of course. Body's made up mostly of water, and the water, it thrives for water. Anytime you drink sodas, caffeine, coffee, and tea, they say every cup of coffee or tea you should drink three cups of water to replenish what your body gets dehydrated out of it from drinking those things. And coffee is a diuretic and stuff. And yeah, I watch those things. He uh, yeah, has some great inflammation it information. How to keep it at bay. When you have MS, it talks about biotin, which is B7. Uh, People with primary progressive MS may be on like a 300 milligram high dose, if they've heard of it. Uh, I'm on B12. I don't remember hearing anything about B7, so I will look into that into the future and get more information on it and talk to you about it because i am curious about it adding it to my regimen uh if you use marijuana thc cbds and stuff smoking the bud itself the flower can with some of some people with ms it can in, increase your inflammation and can cause inflammation in certain areas so he suggests vaping instead of burning it outright, but vaping could also cause a little inflammation so he suggests that the most uh, recommended methods are your oils your tinctures your edibles so look into those if you are in a state that is smart enough to legalize a medication that's never harmed anybody and can actually help people instead of taking medications where you might destroy your kidney, your liver, your thyroid, your intestinal tract, whatever. (laughs) It may cause death, may cause seizures, may cause blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But no, not allowed to take something that doesn't cause any issues uh, to most people. Talks about different pain, Descriptions, if you get like doctor notes and stuff and don't understand what certain things, certain things that have different names that are also meaning, that also mean pain, are like dyssia, paresthesia, allodynia, dyspareunia, herdicario, noxious stimulation, noxiousception. Uh, I didn't say any of those right, but <laughs> uh, different types of pains that you may or may not experience with MS. It's a very common one that a lot of people get diagnosed through is opic neuritis. Basically, there's a nerve between your brain and your eyeball, and when that nerve is irritated, it can cause blurry vision, blindness, pain. Pain when moving your eye, because it's like when you're looking straight ahead, you may not have the pain. But if you look to the sides, your pain can increase because you're stretching that nerve a little. Transverse myelitis, which is our, uh, one of the causes of our numbness, tingling, burning, aching, crushing, severe type pains, uh hermities phenomenon which is the hermes syndrome where you bend your head forward and i call it an electrical spinal orgasm some people it causes a lot of pain when they do that Uh, many it's just like an electrical shock going down through their spine mine goes from basically the top of my neck to my toes when i have it some days it's way worse than others and some days I can just be sitting and do it and it's just very intense. But whereas usually I feel it more when I'm standing and then my neck forward. The MS hug, of course, which is like a gorilla crushing your chest, your ribs, your waist, uh your an extreme hug, you're getting chest pains, you might have pains that feel like a heart attack or whatever. Uh, a lot of doctors will put you on bac- Baclofen or try some Botox if it's long lasting. My longest one lasted like four to six weeks, I think. I didn't think that was ever going away, and I was so happy when i finally did. Try geminal neuralgia, which we just talked about, the nerve off the brain that goes into the side of the face and can like. Shoot off in multiple directions. Uh, Migraine, headaches, throbbing, photophobia, sensitivity to light, xenophobia, uh, sensitivity to sounds, smell, set off. Uh, You might see shiny lights, might have nausea. Good things to do are exercise, of course, better sleep, balance, energy, cognition, mood, bone density, sexual function. Uh, All those are things that you can benefit with exercise It lowers heart attack and stroke risk, brain brain atrophy, volume loss, uh, some cancer risks, less chance of MS attacks and flexibility. This is 10 minutes again, so I'm going to try and just keep pumping these out and we'll add them together and see how it goes. All right, let's get into some things just to consider for your MS health. Uh, physical health, practice healthy eating, stay active, don't smoke, stay on top of preventive care and proact- pro- proactively manage any of your other medical conditions you may or may not have uh, a six weeks six-week balance and eye movement exercise study was shown to improve balance, fatigue, and disability due to dizziness or disequilibrium in people with MS. Uh, emotional well-being, enhance your resilience, manage stress, and strengthen your coping skills. Your spiritual well-being, find and build on the values and beliefs that provide meaning and purpose in your life uh yoga and uh, aquatic therapy are great programs to join into and have different things that can help with changing your life and making certain things a little bit easier for you uh relationships seek and actively participate in social networks friendships and intimate relationships keep the positive people around get rid of the headaches in your life don't waste your time with them it's just gonna stretch you out make your issues worse uh cognitive health keep your mind organized engaged stimulated and challenged there's tons of different things you can and use and they actually proved finally that video games are excellent for cognitive health and stuff uh the oculus quest 2 is out i really want one it's virtual reality uh the newest one out there gotta have a smartphone though and i still have a flip phone i finally did join the stupid uh, cell phone res- revolution but i got a flip phone so i'm gonna have to upgrade once i upgrade then i'll get my oculus and let you guys know what it's like what it's how it is how it works and who knows maybe i'll have start a video game segment then and we're gradually going to add new more and more segments if i do keep this going anyways i'm getting ready to start a hockey segment here pretty soon uh since hockey should be ending right now but it's gonna we aren't gonna see the stanley cup till probably july because all this covid stuff pushed everything back but yeah, keep your mind active and stimulated. Uh, work at home, engage in, in meaningful and rewarding activities that nurture your sense of purpose when you're at home. Do what you can to help that out. Springtime's right around the corner, which means summertime's right after that. Uh, there's a ton of great cooling, polar products and stuff, cooling items out there. So, Now would be a good time to start looking into them and getting prepared for them. I'm sure everybody has their own basic cooling ice packs and stuff like that. I got the uh, therapy style ones that are are big enough to go across my whole chest and around a leg. I got the smaller one. I got a cooling vest, which is nice. But like I've said in the past, it's got the individual ice packs. So if you get if you can get extras, get extras. Cause it'll help you out in the long run. So you can swap them out after a half hour when the other ones aren't working anymore. And you can throw those in the freezer. And that's a nice way, probably a nicer way to do it. Or I would like to see they gotta have. I'm sure they have them out there, but a cooling vest without the individual ice packs, they can just throw the whole vest in the freezer, and throw it on. And it'll last a little longer. Uh, they have neckties. Uh, Neck wraps, upper spine wraps that you can get, uh, scarves, fashionable different scarves and stuff that actually have ice packs in them. Wrist straps, seat cushions, pillows. There's bras with an ice pack in each cup. There's ankle wraps. Uh, They have different ice cooling kits that you can get that have, like, wrist, neck, and vest all-in-one. They have half vests that are kind of like a sports bra. Uh, They have a straw hat, a bucket hat, baseball cap that are all ice ice related or to help keep the heat off you. Uh, Wrist and ankle wraps, of course. They have a nice active ice system, which is like a ice chest with a hose that goes to the Uh, ice pack itself and then it just pushes recirculates the water to keep a constant temperature they also have ones that you can wrap on your shoulder and stuff your knee wherever you need to they have their attempt moist heat therapy wraps if you need heat instead of cool those will help you out Uh, it's just really good to get on top of this stuff right now uh if you have weird positions and stuff you need to get stuff on, like I need one for my face and stuff, they do have U-shaped bladders that you can get that position on different stuff. They got lumbar ones, knee ones with velcro and stuff, so you can help they help hold it right on there. There's head and jaw wraps, which I want to get one just for future, so I have it next time. Uh they have a roller icing that looks like a light bulb but it's hard and just rolls roll it on areas that are hard to get to to help get some cooling factors into there and they have a ton of different sizes for many of these different ones so you guys know, compare and try different ones out it never hurts to have a variety of them in your freezer at all times I and mean, any time of year i'm constantly grabbing something to stick on me so just not dealing with all the pain from pain in the different areas and stuff, and it helps out with that. Look into those. Those are great things for you. And it is March, so don't forget this weekend. And I'm guessing this will go out on Friday, hopefully today. And then uh, tomorrow we get to set our clocks forward spring forward an hour hopefully they'll get rid of it hold daylight savings times i know i think one or two countries already did last year eliminated it but i don't know how that works with the rest of the world and the whole time thing so hopefully they'll just eliminate it i don't think we need to worry about it It it's basically set up for the farmers i believe so not really needed anymore the Germans, of course, were the first to officially adopt the light-extending system in 1915 as a fuel-saving measure during World War I. And then the British switched one year later, and the U.S. followed in 1918 when Congress passed the Standard Time Act, which established our time zones. So the experiment, the experiment lasted only until 1920 when the law was Repealed due to opposition from dairy farmers. Cows don't pay attention to clocks. So, yeah, it's like it was imposed once again later on. So there was no real purpose for it to extend to us nowadays. We could just eliminate it. It is kind of just annoying, if anything. but. You're happy one part of the year because you gain an hour of sleep. You're disappointed the other part of the year because you lose an hour of sleep. Yeah, that's it for us today. And we're running out of time again, my 10 minute mark. So I want to get all three episodes together. So I will quit for now. You guys have a great day. Be good to yourselves. Be good to everybody else. We'll talk to you soon.